and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. Stay standing, stay standing. This is, uh, no, I'm not going to say stay clapping. That would be a little bit too, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, let's pray before we get in the Word. God, we just thank you. Lord, we stand in your presence, Father God. We thank you that we were born. We thank you. You breathe life into us, Lord. Every person that's here, God, you, your very breath is in them, Lord, uh, full of your potential and your plans and your love and your grace. And so, God, we just thank you. We can gather together this morning in your presence Honouring the name of Jesus, looking into your truth and your word, Lord. Help us. We're here to learn and grow and, uh, and, and know you better by the time we leave. And uh, so, Father, I thank you for every person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Grab a seat. I had a, a, a hectic New Year's Eve. Pregnant pause there. Surrounded by a ton of alcohol and hormones, another pregnant pause. I was with the Street Reach crew. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, I just want to give a shout out. The great guys in uh, the team at Street Reach, well, I just went down and just to, just to see them and encourage them, but they were doing a phenomenal job. Ed was already out of sausages, just getting, getting instead of getting alcohol into people's stomachs, they, these guys were all down there, the whole team, different stations, getting sausages and sugar and water into the stomachs of all these young people and it was just phenomenal and uh, so I just wanted to do a big shout out to the, all the Street Reach crew. If you want to be part of it, um, honestly, it's phenomenal and uh, on the big nights like that in, uh, in the community, it's just absolutely amazing and uh, Lockie had built this contraption because they couldn't get the water out quick enough so now instead of filling cups of water, now he's just got, he's got this thing pumped through and filters and everything so they just stand there, one person's just shooting water, and someone else is just reloading the water, uh, the cups into the, you know, the, 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 the holder and stuff. So it's just so cool, so cool. If you want to see that, you need to get down there and, uh, and help out on Hastings Street. Um, so anyway, that was fantastic. Yes, this week we have a youth summer camp here on site, um, which is really exciting. We've got youth coming from Toowoomba and Burpengary and all over the place uh, and our local crew as well. And uh, so please be praying for us. Um, that's going to be really exciting. Uh, but yeah, if you drive past and there's... Looks like huge big things happening and parties and tents and all this kind of stuff. It's just, it's just us, don't worry. Uh, if it looks like it's being vandalised, it's not us. Uh, anyway, I think I got off the hook. Didn't, did you hear Josh say, look, something will be damaged, but it's okay? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get in the word. Um, man, Josh shared a scripture last week and something in the cadence of it, there was a, a part of that just, just came alive to me and how it kind of transcended and I, I've just been thinking about it all week and wanted to uh, open up with that this morning but um, my title this morning is called Transference, Transference, um, a lot in life and I guess we're, we're starting a year and I, often our, our mindset is actually trying to get something um, but we haven't thought through the process because in, in all our getting it, there's always a passing off of that thing. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we want to get rich or we want to, we want to get famous. People want to, so they know my, our name and so why? I, so I feel better. But the, the way that uh, some of these people are, are well famous is they've given a lot away to a lot of other people. They've given their music away to enough people that then they feel better about it. Or, you know what I mean? There's things like that. And, and so in, in all the, 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 the dealings in life, 
Uh, we tend to see a little bit short-sighted that it's just about the accumulation, but we haven't even thought through the transference of that. Um, and I just love it to notch, just to stretch our perspective maybe a little bit longer term today, a little bit more further ahead and, and considering things. Um, hopefully, uh, it'll, it, it's still going to be encouraging. Um, uh, you know, I might even talk about how things end for our lives um, and, and considering through into the next generation. But it's, it's, a, it's a message of hope uh, and, and it's a message of encouragement and also so that we can find more meaning and purpose in our daily dealings. And so transference... Uh, what are you leaving behind? Obviously, that's, that's a, quite an easy question. Um, everything, <laughs> you know, what I mean? uh, in, in today, whatever you do, you've got to leave it all. I mean, you know, you wake up tomorrow, you can't hold on to today. It's going to fall through your fingers. What are you leaving behind? Obviously, we work our life. I, I work my, you know, I'm planning to work my entire life uh, and e- accumulate everything to just give it to kids that they did nothing. You know, like, as in, uh, I, you know, we created them. They didn't ask to be born. Uh, they don't owe me anything. You know what I mean? It, it was our choice, my wife and I. And, and I'm glad about that. But how, who knows that in the transference of things like that, uh, whether it's weekly, you know, I, I do things and then, uh, you know, whoever's the, uh, the, the, you know, making money in, the, in your family unit or your own household and things like that and you bring it home so then they transfer that into food and that transfers into energy and sustenance and then the, the family continues or how, however that looks and we're glad about that. Uh, but who knows that there's also a how are you leaving it behind in everything. In, when you walk into a room, you know you're going to leave that room at some point. But how are you going to leave it? When you leave it, you're always going to leave Something, a situation, a year, a room, uh, uh, the earth. <laughs> but how are you going to leave it? How are you going to leave today? How are you going to leave church? Grumpy? Still hungry? How? And, I, and I'd love to kind of delve into that a little bit today in that concept of transference is how are you leaving it all behind? In 1 Chronicles 28, and this is what Josh brought this out last week. 1 Chronicles 28 verse 8 says this. Now therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the assembly of our God, of the Lord, and in the hearing of our God, be careful to seek out all the commandments of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and leave it as an inheritance for your children after you forever. Something about that just came alive to me, that scripture, where, and often you hear, uh, and, and I guess anyone, Jesus believers or not, are all into their own spiritual journey, you know what I mean? And uh, everyone outside the church is like, oh, well, I'm not, spirit, I'm not, I'm not religious, but I'm, I'm still spiritual, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's great, man, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone thinks they're spiritual, and that's fine. We're spirit beings, we're, uh, you know, that's, that's Okay. And then even in, the, uh, in, in church world and Christendom and uh, believers, uh, over the long term I'm talking, over the decades, uh, you see people and, they'll, uh, and, and they can kind of, uh, sometimes church might be important and other times they're more important, you know, or their personal or their own doctrine's more important um, or than, than, than the gathering together. And, and I, I know that a relationship with Jesus Christ is personal. Your mama can't do it for you. You know what I mean? We, as a church, a church organization can't uh, 
receive salvation for you. Um, it's your walk with God, uh, categorically, and you can find God. You, can, uh, you don't have to be in a church to find God. You can find Him in nature. You can find Him, uh, you know, I mean, you can find Him in Scripture. You can find Him in your bedroom. Uh, so I'm not talking about any of that. But I'm talking about our life as a believer over the long term, through the decades. You find that people uh, sometimes, especially after they might have bumped into one another in their life or uh, they might have had an explosion in life and life's got a bit hard, uh, like any, any of us, if, we bump, if I bump my head and I don't know where it's come from, I'm just going to kind of recoil and just kind of catch my breath and work out what went wrong before I uh, re-engage. But people can do that in their church life. You know what I mean? And in their life together, the communal life of faith, where uh, maybe it all sounded great and cute and easy, and then bam, like life happened, uh, and especially over years, um, and then you kind of, well, you catch your breath. But, so, but some, uh, sometimes in that, we come up with doctrines that aren't there, that I can just serve God, me and myself, and me and my Bible. I don't need anyone else. Or the church is always wrong. Well, the institution, God isn't an organization. He's, you know, and, and usually it's just come out of hurt. Usually because it didn't work out right for us. Life got a bit harder. We didn't get recognized enough, whatever it be. And, and I understand that response. But what I'm talking about is over the long term, God's plan for you is not that you just get closer and closer and closer in Him and further and further and further away from everyone else. <laughs> and leave your community and disengage and leave your family and disengage and leave your workplace and disengage and then suddenly you're right and you're alone and you're boring. Like that's not his plan for your life. And I love this scripture because it just, it just blows that, just out of the pipes, that little bit of like, well, I can just serve God by myself and I'm fine and I can get revelation. God talks to me all the time. Yeah, he does. I agree. That's great. But at some point, and you see this when people who eject from church they, they want to stay by himself, but then they want to gather back together again. And now they want to start another church. Or, or just naturally, as a believer, the power of God flowing through you, God's spirit flowing through you, starts to attract other people to your life again. So even if, again, even in a purest sense, if, they, if people get separated from church, you watch their life, and if they continue on in God, people start to gravitate back to them together. Or they want to again. It might be, you know, hey, how good is this for about a month where you, you can sleep in during, on Sunday morning? Uh, and then after a while, you just get bored, and then they start wanting to gather people around them again. And that's—I'm just saying these are normal, natural tendencies, the spiritual laws, because we're not designed to live by ourselves. Is this okay? And this scripture, I just think, is so good because it says this now: for in the sight of all Israel, in the sight of the assembly of the Lord, and in the hearing of our God, be careful to seek out all the commandments of the Lord your God. It's saying here: seek out God's commandments, His ways, His things, His ways of doing things, uh, His His commandments, His rules, His, His His understandings of things. But He's saying, do it in the sight of the assembly and in the hearing of our God. He's saying you can't find out everything about God by yourself, upset and offended by yourself. He's saying, actually, in the sight of the assembly, seek out the commandments. The fact that you're here gathering together, I'm going to say to you, well done. Why? Because it's easier to seek God by yourself. Because you're never going to hit a conflicting opinion. 
a, 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 a different perspective on a scripture or, or an understanding or you haven't been hurt in a certain way. You think God's this way. Someone's actually had, had the, the snot beaten out of, out of them for 20 years in a different way and they're like, man, there's different learnings in that. There's different the, the things that the headspace that they're working through in their perspective of God. You know, you're both looking at the elephant, but it's looking very differently. And that doesn't happen if you sit comfortably in your lounge room year after year after decade after decade without the frictions and the rubbings and the, you know, we need, your, we need you and your perspective to bless the assembly. We need it. Otherwise, we're going to just be so, you know, we think we're more right than we will be without you. You know what I mean? This is the thing. Other people's experiences and life, it actually builds into together, you know, this, this recipe. Uh, and it's so much richer when there's a few extra elements, you know? And, and so just the next slide, guys, if you can. And the reason, and I'll go through, this is, so this is what this scripture played out. It said, now therefore, in the sight of all Israel and the assembly of the Lord, and in the hearing of God, we get together. I see you in the sight of the assembly and in the hearing of God. We're hearing about God today. Man, you've had a whole band just like powering you, singing to you to sing to God. And in the hearing of his name, hearing of his word. To be careful, we seek out his commandments. We do it together, but it's not to no end so that we just fail or that just because we're so spiritual but we don't expect anything great to happen from that. But it says that, that you may possess the good land and leave it as an inheritance for your children after you forever. And this is God's plan for your life, that you possess the good land, that you leave it behind. <laughs> Disappointing maybe, hey? <laughs> That we possess so that we can leave it behind. You're, the point of your life doesn't, is not supposed to finish with you. I mean, again, there's the pressures of life, the shortages, the leniency, the, the straight times. It just it naturally is going to make most of us focus on our own needs first and, you know, uh, primarily. Uh, but, but God's plan is to just breathe in you enough where you can start to think one beyond yourself, one beyond your own moment, uh, and then get into what's going to happen after you. To, what are you going to leave behind? Possess. Don't, don't just relax and do nothing. Like fight the good fight. Acquire what you need to. But then not to just beat your chest to say, how good am I? Oh, and how good's God, by the way? <laughs> but it's working through me. No, no, no. So that you can acquire and then you can leave. Leave it, the inheritance, your whole life's work. But who knows? Anyone know the story of the prodigal son? Know how, know how it's not just about giving your kids everything right now because they have no idea what to do with it because they think it's easy. They think it's easy to get stuff. And they'll blow it. But inheritance, you, you, you're inquiring, acquiring your whole life and you're leaving it as an inheritance, but you're also, uh, part of that inheritance is the training, other life lessons, other stories about God. So that they know that all of your life story, it has God wrapped up in it. And without it, without God, it just comes flying apart. And this is where we see that uh, the implications of scripture about things like family and, and, and things like legacy are just so important to God. And I think I just wanted this day to set up our year. Yes, yeah, seek God for yourself. Absolutely. And for your family. And get from him the plan and the direction that he has for you. 
That is super important. But I'm saying, don't neglect to get together on that as well. Yeah, Christian, that's amazing. (laughs) How do you think about your great-great-grandparents? Do you think about them much? Probably not. I don't. How do you think they would feel about that? Old mate, I don't even know his name. Worked his entire life. Finished. A couple of generations later, I don't even know what he was about. Let's fast forward and put ourselves in that moment. And, I've, you know, all of us, the difficulties of life, you're establishing things and family and, and legacy in any realm, in a, in a, uh, you know, you can you set up a, a, a trust fund uh, for a, a non-profit. You know, I mean, there can be a cause legacy. Uh, there can be all kinds of things like that. I'm not just talking about natural families here. Um, so please don't feel like you're, being, you're outside of the message that I'm talking about if you don't have direct natural kids. You know what I mean? That's, that's, this is, the scope of this is a lot, long, lot wider. But if I was that guy, and I know that no matter what I do, good or bad, no, literally my own family's not going to care within 50 years. Bit discouraging, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, Christian. Had a shower, came in this morning to be told that nothing's going to matter. No, but I reckon we can flip that. What would make me think about my grand, great-granddad more? If he left a legacy. If the story stayed alive. And you can see through Scripture... God's encouragement are for the stories to continue, that, the, that they're told around the campfire. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's my God, but it's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. We're we still acknowledging previous generations. I've got my life to lead, but we're acknowledging the faith didn't start with me. I'm not my own universe here, and it's actually not going to finish with me. And I'm actually okay with, uh, with continuing something on, uh, like the curlers, is any, have we got any curlers in the house? You know that ice sport where they, where they hold the weird ice skating thing and they hold the thing and they're skating along and then you've got your sweepers. <laughs> they're sweet. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? It's just a bad analogy. So, <laughs> you know how the curlers, he looks like he's doing nothing. He's just like... <sighs> but he's just getting at the right speed and he's waiting for every, all the other ducks to line up where the, 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 you know, the, the slip coefficient on the ice is going and then... And then he releases. And then it's still going. And he's skiing right next to it, ice skating. And then the guys are still sweeping. But he's like, yeah, okay, it's set up for a win. All right. And at the last, and then he can let it go. And then he just watches. And hopefully it lands close to whatever the thing is that it's supposed to land close to. <laughs> thanks, Shiloh. Great analogy. Hey, thanks, mate. But isn't that life? It's not, I want to make a big explosion. It's not, oh, here you go, kids, hope you do okay with it. But, uh, or, or community, hope you're doing, uh, you know, Noosa, just get it that you need to follow God and believe in Jesus Christ, but I'm out. No, 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 no. It's, we're going along, we're adjusting, we're, we're giving it speed, we're giving it energy, we're adjusting, there's people on the other side just adjusting, either, you know, slipping things up a bit or, or roughing it up, whatever, until, until someone, until a cause, until a child, until a person, until a community. And, and I know I've got a limited time frame. I've got to stop my little part of the curly thing before the cutoff line, but I'm going to do my best, and then I'm just going to stand, and I'm just going to hope, and I've done everything I can. I've given it all to that little uh, 
weird block on the floor, and now I'm hoping that it's going to win a medal. And there's nothing further I can do about it, but I've given it my best. Am I disappointed I'm not the weird ball? No. Does it mean I'm not going to give any effort? No. Look, those guys are so intense. Like, they're just there. Ah. And then the guy's sweeping. He's just like... <laughs> no, that's enough. No, a bit more. <laughs> Yay! And everyone else is like, what? Let's be those guys. Not, ah, uh, the world's staffed. Like, the community, nothing's going to matter. But also, we're not the main event. We've got part to play. We're going to do something here. We're going to fight the fights. We're going to inherit. We're going to acquire. We're going to acquire influence. We're going to, uh, we're going to bless. We're going to give into the community. We're going to give into our own families. Hopefully, the best of my ability, I'm going to set up a lineage here. Uh, some of my children and my children's children are going to follow the Lord and stay in that direction, the same direction that I was working all my life in all a thousand weird ways to try and get it on that, on that line to start, continue to follow God. But at some point then, just cheering him on. Did I dig out of that? Is that right? Yeah, okay. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, uh, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Now, we tend to think it's always going to stay the same, but life always invariably changes, and that's okay. But if we learn to number our days and know that we've got a bit apart to play, but there's going to be a great thing after us, and that's not depressing, that's just, it's just life. The more we can actually get excited about that journey, know where we're at, we can start to play a little bit more of a bit of a longer game. You know, the, the way I would remember my great-great-great-grandfather right now is if he left me something. Hey, a few smiles. You know what I mean? If I found some note that either I, you know, somehow got into my hands, whether it passed down, some treasure map or something, go to the, this property, go 10 paces to the right, go down there, dig the, and there was like this, this kilo bar of gold down there that uh, great, great, great granddaddy Rick you know what I mean, uh, left for me, I'd be like, bless the Lord for Rick. <laughs> what a godly man. I'd be praising Jesus. Uh, and I'd want to find out more about him because I'm like, what a legend. Do you know if any mate does something good for you, you think they're fantastic. And I, I, again, I know I'm talking like financially there, but in any realm, what great ways, like we tend to think, how can we sort, sort out this week? Imagine, I just want to encourage us this year to think a little bit longer term. Is there anything we could set up, whether that's writing a letter to our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, whether it was, yes, setting up something physical or in a resource sense, or whether it was the teachings, maybe starting to even diarise the hard lessons that you're walking through, do you know what I mean, Uh, for your great-grandkids, or whether it's actually if you're in that stage of life now where you're, you're kind of hoping that uh, things, your, your family line continue in that same direction. Why don't you, like, I encourage you, spend some more time with the grandkids. I know you want to, oh, yeah, but the, my, you know, things have eroded between me and my, my children, so I don't really get to see the grandkids. Man, you can, as a believer, you can pray, and, and, and I don't know anyone on earth that w- will d- decline a gift. I want to I wanna send 50 bucks to, to my grandkid, or I want to, uh, oh, oh, you're tired, parent? Here, I'll, 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 let me take the kids. 
Let me babysit for you. There's ways, and if you've actually, if it's gone that bad where there's been infighting and things like that, uh, or even if some of you here and you're like, well, I don't have any kids, so uh, I can do the old bumper sticker, spending my kids' inheritance. That is, that's not in Scripture. I'm not saying don't buy the caravan, don't have fun, don't get the Harley, they're fantastic. But I'm saying, well, I, I don't have any uh, natural kids. Well, there's a ton of kids around town. And there's a ton of ki- 40 and 50-year-old kids who didn't have parents that need some guidance. And, and do you know what? There, there, there's, there's very little uh, push if you actually go on the front end and start blessing someone. Like literally, literally. If you feel like, oh, well, no one's asking for my advice. I feel like I've learned some good lessons in life and some hard lessons. No one's asking. Well, I know, uh, you know, if I just turn up at a mate's house to eat their food, it can be awkward if they haven't invited me. If I turn up with something, hey, I accidentally bought a dozen chickens instead of one. Uh, hey, yeah, bro, come in, come in. I know I, I know, I hadn't rung ahead, but no, 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 come in, come in. We can do that to people's lives because of the love of God. I mean, Jesus was the ultimate example of this. He didn't wait for us to be happy and, and, and welcome him. He, he paid the price. He left that legacy. It echoes in the lessons, the love, the actual substance of his life is still in translation. It's still in translation, and we receive it, but I'm so glad he didn't wait for me to invite him. Proverbs 13.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is, is stored up for the righteous. I mean, if, you have, if you don't have any idea of how to bless uh, the earth with godly wisdom in 20 years, 50 years' time, if you're not sure... When there is a great community here of believers that we all need your help. We all need your help to contribute into, to, to, to pray for. Uh, there's certain seasons in life that afford more free time and less free time. Uh, and if you're in a season of life where you've got time spare and headspace spare, uh, then we would love to engage that free headspace or time. And there's things like prayer. There's things like just support of other people and other families in the church which is, and in the community, which is such a blessing. It makes you feel amazing. But again, understanding that we're not the main event, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pass through us and we're going to leave something. But what, how are we going to leave it? How are we going to leave it? How are you going to leave today? Came, criticised the music, coffee was too cold and left. <laughs> or... Hey, bless someone, shout someone, pray for someone. Say, hey, man, I, you know, I see this on your life. Uh, hey, how about I do something great for you this week? What's, or ask them, what's your biggest problem right now? What can I pray for? Or find out what it is. If we find out more about each other, we can help each other in better ways. But it's actually quite easy. It's not hard to shine God's light and actually let, let it echo into the future. That concept of working diligently to possess, to give to the next generation. Uh, and sometimes you're like, sometimes, like you might feel like, well, I don't want to give to the next generation. You want to give to your next generation? Well, I don't have one. Well, create one. I'm not saying you might, might be too late for kids, but, but just, just, just get some. Just get some people in your life. The neighbour, there's this thing called a fence. And on the other side of that is another real person with some real problems. <laughs> Sorry, too practical. <laughs> Hebrews 11 says this. 
Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, we're going to talk about faith. Yeah, faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Look at this. All over Scripture, people are talking about the faith of our forefathers, the faith of the generation before us. That's what guides us, these Scriptures. I didn't write this thing. I'm glad it's here. It's a lot better than my hairbrain opinions. But I'm so glad someone paid the price. And a lot of people, men and women, paid the price to get this into my hands. What what if we do the same? Do something with our life that is actually going to survive at least a few years after we've left the room or left the town or left whatever. If I can get the team up, that'd be great. Thank you. I just want to finish on a couple of extra scriptures that I just I find so exciting and just want to speak them into you today so it's, uh, it's in your spirit. Psalm 71 says, O God, you have taught me from my youth and to this day I declare your wondrous works. Now also, when I am old and grey-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this next generation and your power to everyone who is to come. Man. After I've expired, and there might be, I mean, and even now I can go, well, what, are, what are the five odd things that I want to leave in the earth when I'm gone? Or when I, what I want to leave in the earth when 2018's gone? You know what I mean? Here we are, we click over another year, we've got, the, we've got great hopes and aspirations, and, but did we earth out last year what we wanted to? And there may only be a few, three, four, five, half a dozen of things that if I can start to set in place, is it a godly family? Is it a godly outreach at a skate park? Is it a a breakfast program in a school? Is it the kid that's going to be the next whatever? Jay-Z or Beyonce or whatever. But they're like, man, I've seen a lot in my time, but man, there there was this praying mama for me in primary school that used to feed me when I had nothing. You know, like, what is it that you would love to leave in 2018 and put a stake in the ground for the generations to come? That's going to declare God's goodness and his reality. It's all over scripture. Psalm 78 says, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wondrous works that he has done. You know, your presence in church declares God's truth and reality to the next generation. What if there was no churches anywhere and we all just sat in our little homes and were right on our doctrines? So boring. Are any kids in town going to know that God's real? There needs to be a collective manifestation of God's presence. I will be seen in the assembly and in the hearing of God. Find out God's commandments. To inherit this good land, to leave it as an inheritance. To give it to the next generation. To declare the great things that God, who he is and what he's done. 
this year as a person, as a family, as a, a group, as your businesses and organizations and entities and, and collectively as a church, can we consider doing the hard work, the labor, the prayer, the effort, uh, the pain, the sweat of, of establishing things that's going to echo God's goodness and the truth of Jesus Christ now and into the future. Does that sound okay? Can we stand this morning and I want to pray for you. Father God, we thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for time on planet Earth. Here we are, Lord, 2018. We're still here, God. We thank you for that, Lord. Whether we've got a, a day or a decade, God, I thank you that every heart in this room, Lord, dedicated to you. Father, right now, the Spirit of God inside each one of them, Lord, is bringing light to their mind. God, you're speaking to each person their part to play in your kingdom. The thing that's going to take faith and grit and love, but they're going to establish this year. Father, I thank you for it, Lord. Something in each person's life here that's going to speak of God's goodness in the years to come. Lord, I thank you that you're giving us all the, understand, the wisdom of what to do, the revelation of how that works out. God, we need you. We need you. And Lord, I thank you that the faith of Jesus Christ, it's not going to stop with us. It's not going to die with us. It's not going to stop with 2017. But every single person in this room, every single person that, that across this great town that gathers together today in your name, Father, I thank you that they're full of strength. They're full of, of faith. They're full of hope. They're, they're ready to exercise your love across this, wor- this world, Lord. And so I just thank you for this morning. Lord, I pray that your grace is upon each person. Lord, I thank you that the blood of Jesus has cleansed all sin, Father God. And I thank you that they walk in your righteousness this year. Lord, I thank you that with boldness they can stand up and make a stand of faith for their family, for their future, for this community. And Lord, I thank you that it be to all to your glory all to your glory, Father, that salvation happens through the lives in this room. Father, we thank you for that in Jesus' almighty name. If you agree with that prayer, say amen. 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 Amen.